gotta set the mood, gotta set the mood. I'm here for good vibes. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, so yeah. It's been a, it's been a rough couple of weeks, you know? Uh, yeah. What do you mean, Dan? These are the best of times. Personally, I'm good. I'm good. It's just the environment is a, very stressful. Mm. It's generally stressful. That is that that is true. That is true. That is true. Like I'm supposed to I'm supposed to have a trip next week. And I, I don't know which day I should book because I'm like Do I wanna fly out before a civil war breaks out and they cut off the internet potentially? Or nah. This isn't theoretical of course. But yeah. Oh I'm 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 worried for my bingas, eh? Uh <laughs> We will not get out of this scot free day. <laughs> the Mbingas are struggling, Phil. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. Ah, uh, the bad um, is uh, the bad is the allowances are going to be late for a couple of months. <laughs> bad <laughs> economy is that th- is threatened. <laughs> bad economy is threatened. That's what I can say. Uh, it's, it's, it's hanging on by a weave thread. It's hanging on by a weave. Precarious. <laughs> Picarias, but look, hey, ladies and gentlemen, we've uh, we've been uh, we've been away. Um, 
Last week, we were not there. Uh, our apologies. In the previous week, you know, we didn't have our usual conversations because we had a great, great interview with uh, um, uh, Hollywood star, Mr. Tongai Chirisa. So that was, that was dope. So we haven't really had a chance to talk and chop it up about what's going on and what's, what the story is. So this is going to be a, it's going to be a bumper episode. I think, Phil, um, we should do our best to keep waffling and wafflage to a minimum because there's just so much to get through. What? Me? I don't even so, like waffles, uh, Dan. What are you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Auntie Waffles over here doesn't know just how much wafflage goes on in this podcast. So we're going to listen. I'm going to be keeping a close eye that we just densely pack this with talking points, opinions, and just general understanding of what's going on around us. So we're not going to waste any time. Um, you see, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was going to, I was going to play, uh, play a, a trending video about mutant giant spider dogs. But you know what? We're not going to do oh, that. Oh, what? I, we, we went, what? Mutant giant spider dogs. It's a training video from uh, eight years ago. Trending? Oh, it was, so it's not trending now. No, no, no. It's from... Babe, th- I mean, come on, Phil. This is, this is the segment of the show where we play old school stuff. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, we are not going to be doing any wafflage. So, uh, yeah. We are done we're with the show. Straight, straight to the show. We are not wasting any time. <laughs> On pointless topics, there's going to be no back and forth, just words exchange that don't no, really move no, the no. story forward. We are cutting to the heart of the matter immediately, <laughs> if not sooner. Every second of the show is going to be no words wasted, is what I'm saying. We are not a single it word wasted. Sharp, succinct, and direct. Okay, no, nothing will deter us from tackling these deep issues. With the Mr. Lean Mean Efficiency. That's what you can call us. Exactly. Because we have trimmed off all the fat. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's not a, um, you know, we appreciate all body sizes here. But my point is, this is lean mints. No wastage, wafflage, or lateral movements. The ball is being passed straight forward. Exactly. Exactly. We, we are going direct route. Keeper to striker. None of this tiki-taka in between the middle of the field. You know what I mean? Consider, just don't even think there's a defender or midfield. They, they don't exist. We're going straight from the keeper, straight to the striker, in for a one-touch goal. And I think it's, it's important. Peter, Peter Crouch. Peter yeah. Crouch at the front. Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? I think, straight onto his head into the... <laughs> yeah. I think like after, after the, 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 the week that we took off, it's our listeners demand and they deserve that the moment they hit play in their podcast app, we get straight to it. Because that's, that's what they've been waiting for. That's what they've wanted. That's what they've been anxious for. Our Patreon group was, was very disappointed. We, we were being held at the stake, Dan. It was tough. Hey, I haven't cleaned my house. Hey, the dishes are piling up in the sink. Hey, I haven't made my bed. Where's the podcast? Which also made me wonder, like, so are you guys telling us that we're only good for chores? Like, the only way you guys can do... Basic chores is by having us in your ear. Like, are we that annoying that you're like, yeah, I better hurry up and finish this so I can give her some real entertainment? If you're uh, planning to listen to this show while you're doing your chores, I would just like to let you know that it will be impossible due to the sheer density of the information that we are packing with zero wafflage mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. this podcast. We've- you will actually have to sit down 
and listen, writing notes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people don't realize then that if you wake up at 3 a.m., but by the time you get to five, you're done with your day. So you can just go back to bed and then wake up again at eight. Now you've woken up early twice in one day. Think about it. That's mm. what productivity is all about. Mm. For real, for real. Anyway, let's start the show. <laughs> Yo, good to go. Sound of the Get Let me hear a drum I wonder if we made like a podcast that was just sound effects. Like 10 minutes, like you need a hype <laughs> podcast, you know what I mean? You're feeling low, feeling low, things are tough. You just need to, you just need to be able to, to get hyped up, you know what I'm saying? So you mean you want us to become so like just, strip club DJs for 10 minutes at a time? <laughs> sound effects, sound effects for like 10 minutes just to get you in the mood. Listen, if you would subscribe, let me know. Just do different sound. Just well, comb the internet for sound effects. Create so, our own. So if anyway, ASM, if ASMR ladies, boys is and like girls, quiet noises, what, what would that be? Like BMSMR? AS, I, I don't even know what ESMR stands, stands for. You or, actually gave a nerdy explanation of this really like a, a year or so. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um... It stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. I guess it's the same. It would still be ASMR. Maybe XASMR. Extreme ASMR. ASMR Plus. Hi, boys and girls. Right. Walk one day, walk one day, walk one day, walk one day. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Two Broke Twimbos. My name is Danny That Guy, aka Denias, aka Danos the Med Titan, aka Denford Wekumaraini, aka Deninbi, my life, your entertainment, aka I'm done with these streets. I'm locking up my boreholes, ain't none of y'all drinking from my water, aka Akuna Moon Wendy Dan Moo. That's right, that's right, that's right. And zero, that only the unmistakable. They're winning in the water bowl, indelible, inkable on my pinky, a bill, Phil Charlie. Give them lost the big balls, baby. If it's happy. Okay, sex into love, okay, filthy Phil, aka DJ Karate. Of course, the newly coined Phil on Musk. And drinky. I particularly dislike that Phil on Musk. It's just. It's it it's not hitting. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, why do you mean people love it, it then? It's not hitting. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are here to uh, to entertain you again in a tumultuous week in Zimbabwe. Uh, if you, in case, listen, um, I'm just going to get out of the way. <laughs> there's, the there's no one who's listening to this who doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> no, we are not a political podcast. However, uh, it is election week. Uh, election day was yesterday and today and maybe tomorrow who knows <laughs> things are going uh, we are in of here. endless but opportunities endless opportunities in Zimbabwe 
I believe there are plenty of places for you to get information, to get uh, behind-the-scenes discussions, etc., etc. But there's far fewer places to get in-depth discussions about the things that we talk about. So we're going to stick to what we talk about. Even Phil was asking me earlier, we're going to talk about politics. I'm like, bro, we haven't talked about politics in the 11 years that this podcast has been running. We've never done that. uh, Never, never, ever, ever, ever. So we're going to leave that alone. Just know that politics are happening. Uh, Zimbabwe is going through a lot right now. So uh, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Think about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and think about the Mbingas. They are the real victims here. They really are. Um, and, 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 and the blessies. The blessies are in for a tough few weeks, okay? It's going to be a little rough. Might be a little dry in the streets, you know? Because if they're locking up not, boreholes, not, who says they're not locking phones as well? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's not going to be... It's not that people are not going to have money. It's just, you know, maybe there'll be a bit of tantrums, a little bit of, you know... I need some time. Leave me alone. But it's rent week. Don't, I said, don't call me. But rent is... Don't phone me. Do, 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 do. So, you know, it might be a tough couple of weeks. <laughs> I love... I love in your mind, like, biggers are, are comic book villains. <laughs> you dare disturb me in my lair? Do not call. <laughs> Maybe, anyway, maybe that's what the problem was there because you know, like comic book villains, they always <laughs> go into excruciating detail and exposition explaining their <laughs> evil plan before they're supposed to kill the bad guy. Maybe that's what happened. Like, maybe there's someone who, ha, now that I've got you in my lair, I'll tell you how I'll win this constituency. First, I'll bring an obscure retired box. <laughs> Anyway, pivoting to pushing positivity. <laughs> then pushing I'll make him gonna... fight the air for 15 minutes on a cold winter day. <laughs> We're going to start with Zimbabwe. <laughs> 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 Honestly, I don't think you could write, uh, you couldn't write a TV show as wild as Zimbabwe. Like you couldn't. It's just, Zim is just, it's been very interesting. I'm just saying. It's been very, very interesting. Anyway. <laughs> um, let's pivot and talk about Zimbabweans doing it big. Um, hey, there's quite a few, obviously, in the past three weeks. We're not going to focus on all of them. Let me just pick a couple of them here. Uh, let me start off with uh, a youngster by the name of Trey Nyoni, who has just signed for Liverpool. What? Hey. Yep. Apparently, he's a young phenom, a midfielder who uh, uh, the announcement was made, I think, today. Yeah, it was made today by Fabrizio Romano with his Here We Go. He called him a talented midfielder. Young kid, he's only 16, I believe. Uh, let me just confirm that. And then, then, uh, Yes, he's 16 years old. Uh, Liverpool just signed him from Leicester's uh, academy and he'll be joining uh, Liverpool's academy setup at the moment. So now he'll be, for now, he'll be playing for the under-18s. But apparently, he's extremely highly rated, looked at as the next big f- phenom, the next big thing. Um, let's see, let's see how it goes. Uh, he is born to Zimbabwean parents, but he was born in the UK. He is eligible to play for Zimbabwe. He just has not yet. He played for England under 16s, uh, in, uh, I believe seven games so far. Um, but, uh, let's see if he will, if the Zimbabweans will be able to persuade him to switch allegiances. Uh, perhaps he could join Zimbabwe in the future. Who knows? But either way, uh, shout out to young Trey Nyoni, born to Zimbabwean parents, born in the UK, uh, just signed to Liverpool. Apparently is a big deal. And uh, in a couple of years, we're going to be hearing a lot about him 
uh, for some club, maybe it'll be Liverpool, maybe someone else will sign him. Let's see. It'll probably be Chelsea. Um, someone else that I want to mention, uh, because it's big monies, big monies, a Zimbabwean who left the country with $200 mm. has just sold his business to Goldman Sachs for $750 million. I'm related to him somehow. I just don't know. How no it. stock options. No, it's strict cash. $750 million US dollars. His name is Joe Duran. Um, yeah, sure. He grew up in Harare, Zimbabwe in the 70s. He left Harare, Zimbabwe. Oh, he went to Oriel Boys, by the way. He left Harare, Zimbabwe at 18 years old, only $200 for the United States. Founded his business there called United Capital. Uh, and uh, was managing 25 billion US dollars in assets and just sold it to Goldman Sachs for $750 million. So my man is making a tidy penny. He's making buku bucks. But uh, when you mentioned the time he left, and uh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You know, just it, it, I know. I my, know. Eyebrow, I, I, my eyebrow, you know, raised. And then I looked at the photo and I was like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. My questions have been addressed, so I don't know. But you know, it's nice. You know, I guess. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So I, I'm looking at this very interesting, uh, very interesting picture of him at Oriel Boys High School in 1987, uh, winning a rugby trophy. So yeah. Anyway, uh, shout out to my man's for making Boku bucks over there. Maybe he'll kind of a little bit of change to Zimbabwe a little bit. Listen, my man, if you want to come back to Zim, invest in a young. Uh, media organization that's doing great things and keeping the people entertained. You can you can uh, hit us up um, anyway, really. So congratulations on your Boku Bucks investment coming through. Uh, there's a whole lot more that came through, but I thought I'll just mention those two. Um, oh, shout out to uh, Mr. Cam. Oh, did we mention him already on that Chris Brown Sierra song? I think we did, eh? We did, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, there's a lot of things to follow up on. Um, uh-huh. Sure. Um, let's touch on a few of them. So, uh, if you will recall, a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about Doja Cat and how she was beefing with her fans because she basically said, I didn't ask you to be my fan. Uh, I didn't ask you to call yourself kittens, even though she actually did. I didn't ask you to follow me. I didn't ask you to support me. Leave me the hell alone. And her fans were like, oh, what the hell? Oh, we love you so much. How can you do this to us? And then it was, we had a whole discussion about, you know, fans, creators versus uh, fans and just the, the the dynamics that exist between them. Well, since then, the situation has gotten weirder. 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 Doja Cat has been posting. Weirder is correct. It's a Freudian slip. A Freudian slip. Because it's gone weirder, weirder and coca. It's a <laughs> <laughs> She's been posting the weirdest photos to her Instagram. And you know what? The more I've been seeing those photos, I mean, you know, allegations aside, I get, I get Doja. I get her. She is, you know, those, um, those people who aren't that smart, but think that they're smarter than everyone in the room, but they're like, they are smarter than average, but they think they are smarter than they actually are. So they look down on everyone and they're like, she's like a Dan. Uh, like a Phil really, you know, looks down on everyone. And in the process of looking down on them, wants to make fun of, of entrenched ideals. For example, huh, hey, this is what you consider beauty. I'm going to go the exact opposite. Huh, this is what you consider music. I'm going to go the exact opposite. And I get it. I'm not necessarily against it. It's just, 
Like we can see what you're doing though. You're not it's you're not as ironic and as smart as you think. Like, you know, that's that's a vibe that she gives me. But either way, I mean she'll be fine, you know. She's she's super talented and she's pretty and she's got a, you know Was pretty Dan was. Big booty. It'll just all it takes, Phil, is just a quick cleanse, eat some vegetables, and three, four days, you will see that skin clear right up. Anyway, um, so uh, you may recall that we mentioned that she lost hundreds of thousands of followers. Her fans were basically like, since you're going to treat us this way, we're no longer going to be your fans. Mm. Well, she's finally responded to that, by the way. Mm. She said, seeing all these people unfollow me makes me feel like I've defeated a large beast that's been holding me down for so long. And it feels like I can reconnect with the people who really matter and love me for who I am and not for who I was. I feel free. That's beautiful. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Ah, man. Doja. Dan, you sound like you're jealous, Dan. Leave. You're hating. She's found herself some mental clarity and freedom. And what do you do? Leave that. Poo-poo. Just leave. Disgusting. Leave that white man alone. We also spoke about Lizzo <laughs> in a very, very fascinating case. <laughs> Quick recap. Uh, Lizzo, who actually, by the way, I actually have a fo- I had planned a follow-up and then we didn't do an episode. So, okay. Quick recap. Okay, we spoke uh-huh. about how Lizzo was facing some allegations and some charges that ranged from uh, fat phobia, which uh-huh. we both agreed was really just clickbait, to um, sexual harassment. Because apparently she uh, uh, basically coerced her dancers into performing all kinds of acts with a banana in a strip club or whatever the case. Anyway, uh, this uh, then led to a ton of people coming out of the woodworks and saying, yeah, she is actually a terrible person. She's not the good girl that she... Uh, uh, portrays etc etc she's treated us badly in ABC ways and I remember at the time I said that you know what so many people coming forward it's very hard to dismiss them it really looks like uh, Lizzo has been caught out when I was listening back to the episode and after having a bit of time to think about it I did want to add a little bit of a caveat to it oh no not a caveat there's you are not required to be a kind sweet good person do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially as a as they a boss, as a boss, you don't need to be. Yeah, there. yeah. It, it's it's not a requirement. I I stand by what I said that time. That I I think a lot of people, um, they they use, you know, the idea of being demanding or a perfectionist or whatever whatever as an excuse to be bad people to those essentially. Uh, and I stand by that. I still think that you should want to be a good person, but not being a good person is not a crime, right? It's not a crime to be mean or to be harsh. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I will look down on you and I might lose respect for you if you're that person. But you can absolutely be that person if you want to. Mm -hmm. And I think what I didn't put more emphasis on was the reason why it's that big a deal is because her whole brand has been positivity. Look after each other. Don't be mean to each other. And for that reason, that's why it hits that hard. Not because it's a crime. Yes, so it's not expected that Oh, so you expect black women to be kind. No, no, no. Expect everyone to be kind. And I know some people are not, and it's not a crime to not be kind. But especially if your brand is positivity and kindness and goodness and all of that, when you're not that person, then it is a big deal. Mm -hmm. You're right. So I felt felt like I wanted to add that extra to it. But either way, Mm -hmm. stuff has happened since then. Um, The lawsuit has uh, progressed. Mm -hmm. More people have come out. Again, I haven't seen a single person come out to defend her. Not one. To be fair, I haven't looked. but. A lot of people have come out. Um, anyway, apparently she is countersuing um, because uh, her lawyers claim that um, 
they went back to that same strip club and took pictures smiling. So clearly they were not happy to be there. <laughs> or clearly they were Wait, wait, they were wait. Not, not as in they went back there. on a separate occasion or that day? On a separate months later. Oh, oh so that's evident. Okay, Dan, there's no way you couldn't have enjoyed that movie and felt uncomfortable in the cinema because there's a photo of you going to watch another movie <laughs> at the same cinema another time. This is an open and shut case, judge. That's, it's not the win that they think it is. Uh, so yeah, apparently her team unveiled a series of photos to People magazine depicting the plaintiffs, and they're named, engaged in backstage revelry with the performers from that very same topless cabaret show that apparently transpired after she took them there. Clearly, these images, to quote, these images showing the three plaintiffs gleefully reveling backstage after the topless show were taken after their February 2023 visit to Bananen Bar in Amsterdam that they complain about in their lawsuit. This undeniable effort evidence contradicts their claims, raising questions about the credibility of their lawsuit. The lawsuit is a sham. Lizzo intends to sue for malicious prosecution after she prevails and these species, I'm sure that's supposed to be spurious claims, are dismissed. No, they're specious. Oh, specious. A specious, yes. Because it's a species. What does that mean? Like college. So learn. Mm. Anyway. So, uh, basically what's happened is these guys said, you made us feel uncomfortable because you took us, took us to a topless bar and you made us do some stuff there and we didn't like it. And she's like, no, you liked it because here's pictures of you in a similar place having fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's no Your honor Your honor I come to you today A humble lawyer At a court And I do say This spurious accusation Against my client Is wrong Inferiority And indeed a lie How can my client Say they did not Enjoy the chicken When here are Multiple photos of them At other chicken restaurants Clearly This was a lie All along um, I I don't want to be the podcast that bashes women <laughs> that is known for you know for you know men are endangered. Look at how scared we are. Being censored. Look at how scared we are. We are shaking. People, look at that. Having to put fifteen disclaimers. No, hear me out. Hear me out. I actually don't want to because I Phil. Have you ever seen those clips and you look at them and then you realize, oh, Elon is paying per impression. Got you. Got you. Got you. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I I just as I was talking, I just felt like the, the tiniest bit of my mind just like came out of me and saw me on that same podcast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Men are being censored. It's gone on for too long. <laughs> Women must stay in the kitchen. Um, but I I don't like not nice people. It's just if if it is true that Lizzo is not a nice person. I would love to see this end her career. I would gleefully enjoy it. Mm, gleefully, with the if end she of is a black mean. woman's career, disgusting. If she if she is a nice person, this is just people trying to make a buck. And I take it all back, and I continue to going back to supporting you, Lizzo, as the black clean queen that you are. A black woman, black. Woman? I mean, depending, black queen, clean. All right. Anyway, that's just an uh, an update on that story. Um, what else? Uh, Tabo Besta and Dr. Nandipa. 
I mean, we were the first to break the story, Phil. We did. We did. I mean, into mainstream media. Not We were not the actual reporters. Just, you know. We saw that this was a big issue. We were on the, we were on the cutting edge, as usual. You know, people don't respect us, but it's cool. Anyway, um, there's some story that was coming out that claimed that she was the victim because he manipulated her. You know what? And then there's they, apparently they met in court for the first time after a long time and they were all like lovey-dovey eyes towards each other. And, uh, anyway, I'm no longer interested in this yeah, story. I can't imagine um, being a lawyer. Like her lawyer every day is just like, yo, do you hate me? Do you hate <laughs> me? Like, ma'am, this isn't a trial for stealing a bunch of sweets. You know what I mean? We got a lot of we got a lot of heat on us. Can you please, Zikama, for just just for eight hours a day, please? <laughs> Finally, our last episode was the Tongai Chirisa episode. Now, big things are going. You know, what? sometimes we we don't blow our horns enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we need to blow each other's um, horns more, Dan. I think that's what we need to do. As a duo, more blowing that's what's needed on this podcast. <laughs> we need to Basically, blow each other's G horns levels. more, yeah. We need to blow each other's horns regularly <laughs> at least three to four times a day. I think I would like to read a message that we received in our Patreon group. Mm. <clears throat> Gents, Phil Chard and Danny, I really enjoyed that episode with Tongai. You had a chance to talk to someone who has found their way into Hollywood and you managed to get some really great stories, takes, insights, and opinions from him. And the man sounded like he was living his best life. I know this is standard procedure for such interactions on 2BT, but I just wanted to give a shout out. Thank you, Bodiwa. I appreciate those words. And many people went forth to agree with them and discuss them. And I wanted to say, you know what? Interviews are difficult. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interviews are not easy. Getting the interview is difficult in the first place, but it's actually the easiest part of it. Mm. Because all these celebrities are just people. Mm-hmm. They're just people. If you can Wanuwenyama. If you can get an in and you can lock down an interview, you can sit and discuss them. There are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of interviews out weekly. But what makes an interview interesting? There's so many. There's many. Look, we're not Bobby Alfoff. Who? You know what I'm saying? Who are just here to do a gimmick. You know that white woman who has a deadpan face who was interviewing. Oh, that's the same. I didn't even know. I just know as the Bobby woman. What's the same say again? Sorry. Uh, Alfoff, something like that. Alfalfa. Okay, I don't know. Got, got I, it. Cool. I might be saying it wrong. Bobby Alfoff. Alfoff. Yeah. Wow. Her whole shtick is. She's deadpan, doesn't care about anything. She's quite mean and she just asks. She's basically chicken shop date, but worse. <laughs> it's that, just... That's accurate. You know what I mean? She's chicken shop date. That's it's, not funny. It's, it's a gimmick and it's going to get a ton of views. I won't lie. Because how the hell did she interview Drake? Then Lil Yachty. Then blah, blah, blah. Then blah, blah, blah. And she's kind of mean and she did this whole gimmick. I promise you, 10 to 15 interviews in, you are no longer interested. Unless she's it's not, not fun or interesting or... You know what I mean? Hmm? He said, unless she becomes not Unless you what? So uh, there was a whole story about... I don't know if you saw, there was rumors going around about her having slept with Drake and that's why it broke up her marriage. And then some guy she apparently DM'd s- said that, no, I spoke to her in the DMs. And then... There's a different... It's one of Boston Sports, Dan. 
yeah, what's his what's his name? I forgot his Dave name. Dave Portnoy, Dan. Sports. He just bought he just bought Basco yeah. back for a dollar. He's not worth half a billion. Bastard. He then apparently apparently what had happened was he said, she said in the the DM that it was not true. But the, the person who was editing the podcast then edited it to make it sound like he said it was true. So then people took it as confirmation. It was a whole did, stupid story. Did you see him trying to reprimand the editor? Like the editor did something wrong that he wasn't told. It's not right. I'm sorry, boss. I won't do it again. Imagine, imagine was, being set up like that, bro. It was, bro. I was, I was looking at this and I was like, fam, this sucks. All of this sucks. Mm. It's all gimmick based. It's gimmick based. It's different to, do you know why I love um, uh, First We Feast, Hot Wings, Wings of Death? Because What's it's, the name a, of that show? it's a great, Hot Ones, because it's a great interview. Hot Ones. First and foremost, it's a great interview. It's just it's great. A great. The, Sean Evans is a great interviewer. He, he researches, he sits down, and he has a conversation. And you get to know people in different, it's a great, and that's why it's lasted so many seasons. It's not gimmicks. Anyway, we have tried ourselves as well not to be a gimmick-based podcast. That's why we don't like to do gotcha interviews. That's why we're not trying to mess around with people. And why we we don't waffle. I think that's the key thing, Dan. We do not waffle. If there's one thing that we've proven to our listeners time (laughs) and time again is we do not dilly-dally. We do not waffle. We get straight to the issue. We don't circle that point going around and round and round and round without No circumference. No circumference over here. Mm -mm. We see that point. And then we find the radius. You know what the radius is? Mm-hmm. It's the shortest distance from the center to the circumference. That is perpendicular to the angle of this. What, what, what's that called again? The, where the, the circle intersects the straight line. That's straight. That, it's a 90 degree angle. It's perpendicular. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a circle. So, you know, the angle is not. But quite, then the, but, you know, I, I get the what tangent you're line. There's a tangent. Line. I mean, if it, was a, if it was a big enough circle, it would be 90 degrees. Mm. So. The point is, we get to the point. Mm-hmm. I think anyway, we change our logo from two broke trimbos. We get to the point. <laughs> you know, let's let's workshop it. Let's see what to do. Because once again, what we always do here, what we'll never is waste our listeners' time. Data is expensive, Dan. We don't even know if the internet is going to be working tomorrow. So our listeners no, need to make sure they get all the information in as short a time as possible. And the key to that is getting to the point and no waffleage. So going forward, we will what's, not what's, be waffling. What's the opposite of waffling? <laughs> uh, opposite of waffling. Um, Basta nine to nine. Abbreviating. Mm, abruv, abruv. Uncle Abrivals. Anyway, mm. the point is we don't waste time. And I just wanted to bring it up because I know that there are some people who deliberately skip interviews because they're like, you know what? I'm not really here for the interviews. There's others who prefer the interviews. Different type of people listen to this podcast. I completely understand. Listen, do yourself a favor and go back to Tongai Chirisa's conversation because ultimately it, it was just a conversation. We, speak, we spoke a little bit about him, but we also spoke about like what's going on around, especially with the Hollywood strikes. And he had some great, great conversations that I think, I think you will want to hear. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so go back and listen to... Uh, that episode with Tongai Chiris. Anyway, there's a lot to talk about this uh, this week, Phil. Uh, psh, everything's going to be gaga ga, ga, ga Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, look, 
we are your ombudsman for a lot of things. Technology, the music industry, entertainment business. So we want to point out a couple of things that are going on in the world of entertainment that we think will affect you. We know that's not the biggest story in Zim right now, but, you know, maybe you need an escape. Mm. Um, did you know that uh, TikTok has a song of the summer chart? What? Tell me more, Dan. The metric driving the rankings is video creations, i.e. how many TikTok videos have uh, featured that particular song. Uh, does it take into consideration the different versions of the same song, I wonder? Mm. Like, you know, when people people love editing the song slightly or get an Amapiano version of the song or, you know. But anyway, I don't know. That's so, that, that what number did is giving Zimbabwe come? <laughs> I don't think it made it far. I want, I want to try and see... What's what's sitting at the top of the charts at the moment? Okay, I'm on newsroom.tiktok.com. Hey, TikTok unveils the first ever US songs of the summer. So it's only song of the summer in the US. Um, and it can be found where? Okay, number one is Makeba by Jane. Number two. Dan, wait, is, wait, wait, wait. What are we looking uh, at the same list? Dan, I saw this. I'm looking at TikTok reveals the top 10 songs of summer 2023. Number one is me, Stevens, if we ever broke up. I am looking at number... Okay, why is that? Oh, that's... uh, Okay, that's Top Songs by Video Creations. Glo- okay, I was looking at the US charts. Sorry. Globally, oh, you're right. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh. If we ever... If we ever broke up... I don't know. What it is. Solo version. Just play it. I, I, don't, know, I don't know the song. Yo, that Dochi song is flames though. What it is, ho. What's good? That's it. That's a five song. I'm going to pick it up. Oh, Barbie Girl by Aqua. So, of the top 10 songs, Phil, I know I've heard If We Ever Broke Up on Radio once or twice. I know Dochi's What It Is song. Oh, what? And Barbie Girl, Aqua. Those are the only songs I know. Let me see if I know this one. This is from the Globe One. Wait for the chorus. Do not wait for the chorus or the whole fucking thing. If we ever broke up, If we ever broke up, I'll never be sad. Think about everything I thought we We are very different algorithms. I do not know this song. I do not know the song. Oh no, it's, this, this is not from algorithms. I'll, I only know it from radio because I've heard it on radio. Mm, what it is, okay. And I remember know. thinking, what is this? And of course, what it is. Yeah, that's a pretty dope song. Okay. Anyway, Cupid, so that's pretty know. interesting news La, that TikTok now has an official chart. Okay, but, okay. I think I know a few more than you. But yeah, it is very interesting. It is quite interesting because I think TikTok is probably the biggest driver of music at the moment. Probably bigger than radio and... Um, YouTube and TV. I don't know if there's any uh, metrics for that, but yeah. Very interesting. TikTok charts, we will be paying close attention to them. Uh, let's move on. Ga, ga, ga. Look, a couple of weeks ago, we would have spoken about uh, something that happened in Alabama. Mm, it was, a it was hilarious. Day, a great day for the black community. We don't, we don't ascribe to violence, my brothers, but it was a great day for the black community. So, 
There's a town in Alabama called Montgomery, a riverfront town. One of the jobs on that riverfront town includes, I don't know, you know, the, you know, the boats that go up and down the river. Well, there was a man, a black man, minding his own business over there, and then he got attacked by a group of white people. What did he do? He sent up the bat signal. He threw his cap in the air, and it summoned all the black people from all around to come and defend this man. It was very funny. If you haven't seen the video, I highly recommend it. Where have you been under? Because I don't understand how. To be honest, I saw I saw the video on my timeline lots of times, but it was like I think it was like a th- two two minute long video, three minute, long, and I was like, man, I don't watch this whole video. Is it even funny? I don't know. Is it going to be another one of them? You know, like social justice and politics things. Man, I got so much that's stressing me already. I don't need to watch another situation go down. You know, and then and then so I didn't really watch it, but I kept on seeing it over and over and over and over again until I was like, damn, I'll watch it, and then it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it was funny. I think the key takeaway is that we need to agree as a people what the signal is for congregate mm-hmm. and handle mm-hmm. business. Mm. And I think throwing a cap in the air is not a bad idea. The Bobby Schmurder. It's not always. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I would think so. We would have talked more about it. We had some jokes planned and all of that, but it's been a couple of weeks since it's happened now. So, you know, it's no longer in the zeitgeist. I think we can move on, Philip. It's true. We can move on just like the people of Montgomery, Alabama have definitely moved on from this and there'll be no retribution whatsoever. Just like they've moved on from racism as a whole. Mm-hmm. Just like they moved um, on from the fact that that docking uh, port was where slaves used to get dropped off uh, when they were shipped over from Africa. So, Philip, did you know that uh, the gaming industry globally is making more than the film and music industry combined and doubled? Yes, Dan, I do know that because I did a very, very detailed report for a large corporation that still owe me money for that report and campaign that they shisted me on. Remember, I think your little brother actually helped me with some of that report. Anyway... (laughs) Being an entrepreneur is anyway, great. Um, long story short, um, the, the numbers that we're talking about are staggering. We're talking about 200 billion plus in the gaming industry, whereas the film and, 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 and music industry are in like eh, 30 billion, 40, 50 billion. Small, small change. Anyway, the, the reason we bring it up is because Netflix have decided that, you know what, the way that we're going to save our alien company is by getting into gaming. Mm. They've got the tickets. Remember how on the you remember you remember how on on DSTV you used to have the gaming channels. Not even channels. It was like a it's a, a little, site that yeah. you can go to for Hel- helicopter was my app was my jam. But it was dope because you'd you'd have to go to the gaming channel and then somehow you'd stream the game to your decoder. It was cool, really cool. I used to play I used to play helicopter and I'd play darts. Those are my favorite. <laughs> I used to play darts a lot actually. Anyway, um, so yeah, this is an interesting story because Netflix um, have announced that they're going to be testing its video game streaming services. Um, hopefully, they're trying to they're trying to um, create competition with uh, Microsoft and Sony, of course, um, in the cloud gaming industry. Um, it, I, I'm very interested to see how this is going to run, but uh, as your ombudsman in technology. 
What's the problem, Philip? Nothing. It's just whenever you say that word, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Here are my thoughts. Um, gaming. Obviously, they, you know, the experts there should probably know this, but gaming is, while it is so lucrative, it's only lucrative for a small group because it's so difficult to get into. Developing game, just developing the game itself, let alone developing a property and a world and a franchise and the fans of said franchise and all the associated, you know, uh, uh, expansion to that franchise is it like the reason so big is because it's taken years. There's very few films, you know, the one franchise that comes to mind maybe is the Fast and Furious franchise, but there's very few films or even music for that matter that can follow the same sort of formula of you create a franchise and people just want the next iteration, the next iteration, the next iteration for decades on end. Things like Zelda, uh, Pokemon, um, uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto, you know, just the next iteration. Call of Duty, bring us the next one, bring us the next one. I, I, I don't think it's an easy thing to get into. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot, a lot more need for understanding the industry and having a background and so on. So maybe let's say Netflix hire a bunch of people. They offer uh, like, you know, crazy money to people who are currently working at Sony and Microsoft and Blizzard Activision or wherever they are, right? And they're like, okay, we need you to come over and start developing something for us. Obviously, the executives are still going to be doing the go-aheads and giving the, that they have to have the vision of where it's going. I just, it looks like, it looks like somewhere, it looks like a fail. That's what it looks like. But I think you're a hater. You're a hater, Dan. Do you remember? Do you remember that um, that Black Mirror movie that had interactive, like yes. different endings depending mm-hmm. on what you chose? Well, well, technically, they all had the same ending, but this is a different thing. Yeah, but yeah. No, apparently there was a hidden ending that you had to do a certain. There's a certain like sequence that you had to choose for you to get that particular ending. Anyway, the point is. I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't see Netflix being... Netflix strategy has clearly been make as much content as possible as cheaply as possible. One of them will be enjoyed by someone. Which is different, obviously, to HBO, which is different to what Apple is doing where they're, where they're investing heavily into particular projects or like even Amazon and so on. So I, I'm sorry, I just don't think that mindset is going to lend itself well to gaming. But let's see what happens. Hmm. Let's see what happens. Something to keep in mind, something to keep your eyes open for as your ombudsman, as I mentioned. Just keep your eyes open for Netflix getting into gaming. Uh, and by the way, I, I expect that this is going to be a, a thriving discussion in our Patreon group. What do you guys think about gaming on Netflix? Something you can, something you'd bet on. <laughs> I see what you did there. Gaming, bet on. <laughs> good, that was good. That was good. Bit of a reach. Um, black women all over the world celebrated this week as Tory Lanez was sentenced to 10 years in prison for shooting Meg the Stallion. That's racist and not true, Dan. There's some black women who are staunch defenders of Tory. I didn't say all of them. I just said black women all over the world celebrated. <laughs> and boy, did they celebrate. I celebrated as well. Get that man Ooh, out of here. Look at you celebrating a black man being sent to prison. Psst, 
put him under the jail. No, I mean, like, you know, just give him a, an appropriate amount of time for his crime. I don't know if 10 years is appropriate. It sounds about right. I don't know, I guess. The thing with him is, the story is, he could have just chilled. He had, air quotes, gotten away with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if it wasn't for those meddling kids. <laughs> he could, he, he had gotten away with it. Meg herself didn't want to get him in trouble. Phil, what are you doing? You go for a skin cleanse, man. Anyway. So, yeah. So, uh, look. Okay, no. uh, All seriosity aside, I know this is frustrating because this story is frustrating because of, number one, all the misinformation that goes around it. Number two, clearly there's people who are fans and therefore they have their judgment clouded. And three, there's agendas, right? People are using, they're pushing their own agenda. So I was listening to someone who I otherwise considered to be a woman, by the way, who I otherwise considered to be a, a very level-headed person. Mm. And she was talking about this story. And I was just listening. And says, I don't know, eh? Hey, she looks was like this in person? Hmm? This in person or like a podcast? Oh, no, no, no. This was, I'm not going to say it was, but it was on, on media. Oh, okay. Um, okay, I get you. And this person was saying, um, like, yo, the story's wild, yo. Allegedly, he did this and allegedly, na 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 na. But then also, it doesn't quite make sense. It looks like they were really out to get him, eh? Mm-hmm. I was like, what? why would you believe that you who has zero outside information, apart from what you read in the news, why would you believe that you know better than a court that went through... Don't ever get me wrong. I am in no way implying that courts always get things correct or that the justice system is 100% accurate or anything it, like it that. It is always accurate. I'm just saying, Iwe uchi garam Zimbabwe zako, uchifunga ukuti Is the water coming out of the tip or is it not coming out? All the way over there in America, there's a court case happening with an artist whose music you listen to. And the and the, the judge there and the jury and everyone says, damn, this man is guilty. In fact, even his supporters, they say, listen, we know he's guilty. We just want you to consider leniency. Did you see all the letters that his, his, his supporters sent? Anna Iggy Azalea and et cetera. And, damn, those and, Iggy Azalea, uh, those LeBron James. Steph Don, et cetera, et cetera. They all sent letters saying, nah, just be, be nice to my mans. Number one, Everyone who has any deep knowledge of the case says he's guilty. But you in Zimbabwe, who is contemplating your issues, Kumba, you are thinking, no. I think I might know more. Come on, man. Doesn't it make sense to just... Is it, is it, is it a case of, I believe, Tory over Megan? Why? Dan, because Megan came for Tory. I, I, I think don't... this is a conversation you need to have with someone one-on-one. This is a one-on-one conversation you need to have with the, the person. No. To be fair, as I was listening to her and as I was getting incensed, a part of me was also like, at least she's being fair. She's just saying, I think there might be more to this than meets the eye, which is fair. But clearly, they, they believe Tory over Megan. Mm. They didn't say any... She didn't say anything outright. She didn't say wrong or she was just saying, hmm, you know, the evidence looks bad on this side, but I'm also wondering on this one. I don't know. It gets, gets me thinking. 
Mm. And that, that statement just made me upset. So, I mean, look, everyone obviously entitled to their opinion. Mm. In every situation, there's some people are going to think one thing, other people think another thing. I'm just, I'm wondering why you would mm. think that one anyway. Just, just, just so we're clear for our listeners, as you heard Dan say, the thought of a woman thinking independently made him incensed. Just reminding listeners, he said that. <laughs> Speaking of women thinking independently, uh, are we going to really talk about how do you say her name? Cyan Bougie. <laughs> we know we're not talking about. <laughs> Why would Crims put this here, Ben? Crims, what's Crims? Crims? Ah, Crims, you thirsty. Crims, you thirsty, <laughs> horny ass bugger. You, my man, guest, my man, my perfect. man. You see, my man was. This th- is what happened. This is what's going to happen is my after after we, we we spoke about this. This was going to be the first week there were going to be mid show edits and cut ups. <laughs> Two broke twimbos <laughs> discuss the Shasian bougie thing. Ed Sian. part no. two of the Two broke twimbos with Ed Sian. <laughs> this this is if what you'd happened. like to be on the show, please DM me. <laughs> my man was on Twitter. My man was searching Cyan Bougie tape, Cyan Bougie leak. And then someone looked over his shoulder and was like, what are you doing? And he's, as he hastily closed his laptop, he was like, no, nah, I'm doing research for two broke twimbos. So then he had to put it down in the notes. And we had to speak about it. This cover story. <laughs> Listen, man, this is not That's the podcast that talks about That's why he's been pressing us for two weeks. Because for two weeks, he's been sitting on this excuse. I think we didn't need it like So he's been under pressure. Like, yo, I thought you said they were going to talk about that article, you nasty, nasty, nasty man. Crims, for the record, we are not interested in sex. Unless there's a deeper story behind us. I'm not interested in sex tapes. And I'm sorry, man. Anyway. Um, Afrima Awards. You know, we talk about this awards show quite regularly. And, you know, we always, we're always quite, you know, we're always quite shady about it, eh? <laughs> Me, I'm never shady. I don't know what you're talking about now. You're shady. You're the shadiest person about awards shows. Anyway, um, the African Music African Music Magazine Awards, Afrimas, that's the one with the double M. Uh, they've put out their nomination list. Um, I want to particularly focus on Southern Africa because that's where we find our peoples. Uh, Best Male Southern Africa nominated alongside uh, the likes of Musa Keys, DJ Maporisa, a.k.a. And Java is a Zimbabwe's very own Winky D. Yeah. Best fem- best female. Best female Southern Africa. We've got three Zimbabweans, although I see only two are listed by the correct countries. We've got Tammy Moyo and we've got Shasha. They also wrote Nadia Nakai, you see, but when you're out to South Africa. Uh, mm. Alongside other Southern African artists like Wait, Dan, what songs is, did Nadia Nakai drop this past year? I don't want to talk about that film. Um, <laughs> Tyler Makadzi also nominated for Best Female. Go, baby. Go, baby. Go. Good to go. Um, so, yeah. Shout out to Zimbabweans who have been nominated there. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any other nominations for Zimbabweans outside of Southern Africa. Song of the Year. No. Best Video Director. Hey. Jake Zaral, Zimbabwe. Do you know who that is? Oh, Jakey. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. Jake Zarel, Zimbabwe, nominated for Best Video Director. Oh, okay. 
Cool, 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 cool. Uh, congratulations to you. This is not meant to be any kind of shade. Uh, you just need to look for your work now. Uh, Lex and the Answer from Zimbabwe is also nominated for Best African DJ USA. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Zimbabweans who are nominated for the Afrima Awards, which have been running for a couple of years now. And look at that. Not, no real shade this time around. Congratulations to us. Yeah. And while we're speaking of awards, shout out to, to Jordan Muzi, yeah, uh, alumni of the show. And the 2BT two, two bump is, is alive and well with him. He just got nominated for three awards at the Botswana Yarona FM Awards. That's what Yarona FM Very is nice. like the biggest uh, urban station out there. Best male. Single, how do they know he's not married? I don't know, but the best male, the best single male, <laughs> the people's <laughs> the people's choice artist of the year, and the best R and B single. Shout out to Jordan, man! All right, shout out to Jordan. Shout out to uh, everyone in awards. It's not really award season right now, but uh, the few awards that are out there, you know. Our people's doing their thing. Um, Twitch streamer, not interested. Oh, Kaysenet. I know, damn, we got to discuss the uh, Kaysenet story. Okay. Shout out to him. No, I Here's don't the know. thing. I, sh- what do you mean, shout out to him? Uh, Dan, can you imagine being that influential? Okay, so. Okay. okay I'm, I, I'm, I know I'm going to sound like that old man who yells at clouds from The Simpsons. <laughs> If you don't know who Kai Sanat is, congratulations on having a life. Kai Sanat is a Twitch streamer um, who recently gained notoriety as the most followed Twitch streamer of all time. I don't know if he still is. He's a black man, young black man on Twitch. Mm. Now you may wonder, why is he the most followed? Is he an incredible gamer? No, not at all. He may occasionally game, but that's not mainly what his Twitch streams are. Is he some kind of educational or talented artist? Or some kind of uh, person who's really connected in the know, giving great knowledge or inside information. No, it comes the hate. The reason he's the reason he's super famous is because every stream he does something outrageous to try and make himself famous. I I have a special derision for people who are looking for fame for the sake of fame, who are looking for notoriety just for the sake. They just do the most outrageous or craziest things because they know that people, it will make people notice. Once you get noticed, you get clicks. Once you get clicks, you can get money. It's the same as I show speed. This whole, this whole crop of streamers, there's a bunch of them, a bunch of them that exist all over YouTube, Twitch, Kick, whatever, who are just doing the most outrageous things. And you, and you know why he is so influential? Who all those people that he is influencing are? 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 year olds. That's who he's influential to. Because he does something stupid and people are like, damn, adults don't do this. Haha, <laughs> entertaining. Subscribe. Now he's got millions of followers. Now he's influential. Now he's getting a bunch of people turn up at whatever um, Central Park or wherever he was in New York. Now he's getting arrested. That makes him even more viral because of course it's live on Twitch. The if you can tell me what talent he has, what talent is he famous for? I will take back everything I've said. I suppose it is a talent being able to figure out what the most nasty, outrageous go. thing is that will get wow. people to pay attention to you. So, Damn. Look at all this hate. Okay, anyway, heart, what is it that you wanted that to say about this man that you wanted to give a shout? By the way, he has repeatedly shown his misogyny. He's repeatedly shown his... Um, 
bigotry. Anyway, sorry, what is that you wanted to shout him out for? I wanted to shout him out for having Rich Paul on the podcast, or it's rather his Twitch stream, and having Adele call in. That's cute. Hey, uh, ooh, uh, Crims. Great that we always look for news articles. I would prefer that we don't get things from the New York Post, you know. Mm. Yeah, this this is a matter of politics and, uh, you know, principles and so forth. Anyway, that did sound a little bit harsh because he's not necessarily doing the bad thing. So it's not like I hate him. I just, I can't stand people who want to be famous for the sake of being famous. And I can't stand that we live in a society and an economy that rewards people for that. That never used to exist. And it does now. And it's great that everyone has access now. And that's great for so many different things. But for this, it just, it's just so annoying. It's like, what, what is cool about this? What is it you're enjoying about this? I don't get it. So, you know, old man yells at clouds, Dan. Can someone please help me? Hit, hit us up, please. Either at Two Broke Twimbos on Twitter, or you can look for me, Danny, that guy. Or if you're a Patreon subscriber, hit me up in the group. What is entertaining about streamers uh, like iShow Speed, Kaisenat, uh, et cetera, et cetera? And I, 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 I want to mention more so that I'm not just mentioning, you know, just the black ones. Um, and for my last hit, I like to take you back to the classic <clears throat> BIG style, of course. Uh-huh. turn your head round, lay on the ground, you've been round. Wake up. That right there is the classic dedicated to Dan. <laughs> Silky John Beautiful on the weekend <laughs> does stunts for Little Richard in movies. <laughs> First off, I would like to thank God Almighty for giving everybody so much and me so little. I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you, and I hate your guts. I hope. That's the line I was looking for. I hate you, I hate you, I don't even know you, and I hate your guts. Um that having been said, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna make it seem like um you know there's there's that fame should be gatekept or anything like that, not at all. I think if you can build an audience for yourself, more power to you. Shout out to you for doing that. I'm just more disappointed in the fact that people find that entertaining. I've never actually watched a Kaisenat stream. So here so, I am talking without really knowing what's going on. But you know on. so much about I've him. I've just seen clips. Hmm? You know so much about him. Hmm? I've, everything I've learned about him is against my will, Phil. Everything. <laughs> much like saying bougie. Will. I had no. 
Anyway, uh, moving on from Kai Sinat, etc., etc. Um, Gary Tite is in dispute with his former manager over control of his social media accounts. Apparently, it was, uh, it was resolved. Ma- allegedly, it was resolved. But yes, really, <laughs> his his former manager grabbed his social media platforms uh, and changed them. <laughs> That's that's elite level hating, you know. Uh, anyway, so so it's been resolved now. Oh, that's great. So are they friends again? No, no. I, I think um, someone stepped in. I'm trying to remember who, but um, someone stepped in, and they I think they strong armed them. Like Blas, they my social media account. Okay, uh, so let me move on to the next story. We're gagagaring full. We're gagagagagagagagagagaring. Um. So we spoke about Jamie Foxx. Uh, we had some positive words for him because, you know, he was not feeling well and he was going through some stuff, et cetera, et cetera. And then there was a whole discussion about him coming back and he was actually telling a story about how, you know, uh, he never, he nearly didn't make it. But thankfully he's on the bend now and he's feeling better, but he obviously didn't look amazing. He just looked a lot better than he probably did before. A lot of people into other discussions. Anyway, that's not what I want us to talk about. So, um, Jamie Foxx, was posting on his Twitter. He said, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends. Hashtag fake love. Subsequently, he deleted that post and he said, I want to apologize. No, 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 no. You're missing, you're missing, you're missing. He posted that and there wasn't really much for Bruja. And then star of 2000 sitcom Friends, Jennifer Aniston, liked it. And then she was quoted in some obscure Zionist publication that accused of anti-Semitism. So now, instead of her just removing the like or addressing the issue or for, and standing for herself, what she then decided to do was, yo, if I'm going down, I'm taking Jamie with me. And without even a warning, a, a, a sign or nothing. She was like, she took a screenshot of her post, of the post liking Jamie Foxx post. So it's a screenshot of a screenshot. And then posted that on her <laughs> stories and said, yo, I didn't am I Semite. Maybe this guy is, but I ain't because I didn't even like that post. I don't even like, I don't even control my Instagram. That wasn't me, which is a weird statement to make because how, so who's giving the statement right now if you don't control your Instagram? She said, this really makes me sick. I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. And more importantly, I want to be clear to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds. I do not support any form of anti-Semitism and I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind, period. So that's really messed up because on the one hand, they killed Jesus is obviously a very um, common anti-Semitic um, you know, like a, a, a very anti-Semitic sentiment. However, I think it's pretty clear what Jamie Foxx was talking about. I mean, he was trying to fake say friends. fake friends. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he literally hashtags fake friends in there. And the fact that he immediately deleted it and was like, yo, damn, I didn't realize you guys are going to take it that way. He should have realized. But anyway. Um, obviously, a lot of people, it's just... Phil, aren't you tired of living in this world, man? I've been tired, and I've been saying this for years. Why do you think we had mental <laughs> wellness Mondays? I don't understand. 
I'm quoted to just disconnecting from all social media and I, you know, I'm going back to reading the newspaper. That's how I'm going to find out about the world around me because what the heck, man? Anyway, uh, like Phil said, yes, so this whole situation happened with Jennifer Aniston and it was like, yo, aren't they supposed to be friends? Why would Jennifer Aniston like, you know, throw him, throw him under the bus or at least like speak to him first or whatever? Someone actually said, why didn't Jennifer Aniston just ask someone black or even ask Jamie Foxx himself what he meant before blasting him? <laughs> Not even that, throwing him under the bus. So I still want to know who liked the post on purpose or accident. Someone liked the post. Is it even like who cares? You know what? Obviously, I know scales are different when you're a celebrity. I, you know what? Sometimes I be scrolling, I see a picture, I don't even read the caption. I just, you know, someone I know posted like, and then I move on. So in that you know instance, did you like it on purpose or by accident? Just to clarify. Did I like it on purpose? Or by accident in that circumstance? I mean, it, was on, it wasn't an accident. So that's my question. But exactly. See, but you see, so that was on purpose. So how is Jennifer and So how do you not like a post on purpose or by accident? So I, I'm still confused. So it wasn't an accident and it wasn't deliberate. So what happened? Who controls your page? Who cares? Who cares, man? Who cares? It's like the people who follow who follows who. Who cares, bro? Uh, by the way, your, your, friend, your friend Bobby Alfalfa unfollowed Drake. I don't know if you heard. It's breaking news. Oh, damn. Damn, damn. We should have a whole podcast about that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> anyway, why this, people... This weekend on following news. This weekend on following news. <laughs> Josfat1237 underscore Quadzana unfollowed Holy 10. Account Triple C Fan Club and followed Holy Ten. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> anyway, moving moving on. Um, by the way, I like Jennifer Aniston. Just her vibe is nice, you know. So I'm sure she was just reacting like a Karen would, and just you know. Again, I don't think any of this is deep. All of it is just so inconsequential and silly and nonsense, and we're all just making a big brouhaha about nothing. In the grand scheme of things, does it really matter, Dan? And I know there'll be people who say, but no. For example, the 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 you know the ones who will say no, but Jews be dying every day because of anti-Semitism. And on the other hand, there'll be people that be saying no, but white people continue to show. I'm like, guys, someone said something without really thinking about it on Instagram. Someone else responded a little bit too much on Instagram. That's all it is. All this other stuff is not, cannot be blamed on them or placed on their shoulders. Yeah, I'm not saying other stuff doesn't exist, but someone taking things out of context or someone, do you know what I'm saying? It, it, anyway, let's move on. Um, Eminem is back in the beef. <laughs> so, um, no apologies, this ain't a disclaimer I'm the king of legend, the first hall of famer Making diss tracks, I know you with that Now everybody get ready for the kickback Why you hurt, why you mad, now you look bad Like a roach just crawled out of your book bag In a pack clad, you lack clad Go to bed with no supper, cause you gotta suffer the backlash The top five is cap, you the piss just on the floor In the elevator of rap Why you ducking on the game when you
Know my name, why they put Pee Wee Herman in the Hall of Fame? I would give you a pound, but I break your hand. I got the lawyer so white, he will take your land. Yo, check your man, come and look at your friend. Cause I think that them never popping pills again. We call him Pill Clinton or either Pill Gates. What pill did homie take to make him hate the great? Think you are, but you ain't. Still, you made a mistake. Hit a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'ma give your fans one more chance to go online and re-energize that romance. After that, say your last goodbye. Cut before I put Matthew's lights out, I'm turning up Wi-Fi. Another little kid, don't hate the greats. More white chalk, more yellow tape. Who that, who that? Belly Bell. We call him Pill Clinton or even Pill Gates. Yeah, wow. Well. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> so this is funny. Okay. And the thing is, here's like, a story. All right. This is this is not three weeks old, but we could. I couldn't. I I, uh, I referenced it in the Dongai interview, but we had to talk about it separately because it's just this is too entertaining to me. Oh gosh. <sighs> a couple of weeks ago, um, Melly Mel was discussing. Uh, Eminem. He's always been. He it's it's said, been an ongoing thing, but this is the the, yeah, yeah. the most recent one. Yeah. He basically said, "No, the reason Eminem is viewed as a great or whatever, whatever, is because he's white." Well, Eminem was featuring on a new song, and uh, on that song, he I don't know, made fun of Melly Mel, <laughs> dissed him like like Eminem does. You know the way Eminem does things. It was quite savage as per usual. So this was Melly Mel's. Uh, response. Now you have to understand, Melly Mel is old school hip hop. He's he's like made music in the seventies <laughs> and eighties. You know what I'm saying? When rap was still boom bap. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm the great. I'll always be the great. You know that's the style of rap. That he did. <laughs> Phil is laughing, but that's what was hot at the time. I don't understand why you laughing at. Everything is. You don't know funny who Melly Mel was. Uh, Everything is funny. He was in the, the, the song. Furious Five. <laughs> <laughs> the song, Melly Mel's response, how you're explaining it, and the best part is the comments <laughs> on YouTube. Oh God! Ooh, let me run through some of my favorites. Yeah, these comments are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Study. <Okay. laughs> <laughs> what? What do they say? Everything is hilarious. Okay. Um, user Gary Welch1429 says, For all of us over 60 years old, we would like to apologize for Melly Mel. <laughs> <laughs> the, Ad- the Atlanta Spectator says, The fact... <laughs> this is a crazy part. The fact that he counted to eight is what makes him a legend. Most people count to ten. <laughs> Or we'll stop at five. <laughs> but this man counted to eight. <laughs> 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 oh. oh. And, and number one. The killer comment. Oh, no, there's two more. Uh, this one goes like... <coughs> no. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, sorry. Uh, no auto tune, no mumbling, just straight fire emoji. (laughs) (laughs) 
And my favorite, my favorite comment of them all. Oh, gotta give it to Melly Mel for being so prepared that he recorded an Eminem disc drink in 1985, just in case. <laughs> oh, man. Everything is funny. Woo! <laughs> this sounds like the kind of rap day officers do when they tell kids to stay off drugs. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so subsequently... um. Because Melly Mel obviously saw the YouTube comments, he saw the tweets, <laughs> <laughs> and then quickly went to his social medias to issue a three-page apology, not for insulting Eminem's family or going across the line or maybe misunderstanding Eminem's role in hip hop. No, he apologized for releasing a song that trash. <laughs> Dan, do you know how bad a song has to be for you to issue an apology the day after? Not even like two weeks where you go, no, like, nah, guys, you guys are wrong. I'm a genius. You don't understand. You'll get the lines. I called him Pill Clinton. <laughs> you don't see in the vision. Literally, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like man went into the studio high and then the next morning he woke up and better like, what did I do? No! <laughs> <laughs> no! So, um, in a parallel, like, Adjacent story. Um, so my wife's sister, uh, she she's on this little project where she's doing she's doing miniature art of classic albums. Mm-hmm. So she did the far side, um, and she just posted. A, she she posts as she was posting up this like this the video of her doing the art. She's also telling a little bit of a story about the far side, uh, how they came together, da, 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 when they were making music. So Fat Lip commented in the in the video. Uh, he came across the video somehow. Um, Fat Lip is a member of the Far Side. Mm-hmm. And he commented, side note, spelled C-Y-D-E. Um, just a quick correction. Then he made like a, like a young correction about something was named wrong or whatever the case is. So she's like, oh, damn, thanks for the correction. Jumps in the DM like, yo, I'd love to like interview. He's like, dope. So now, this is dope. I love it. But I'm also like, have you, have you seen... Anything from Fat Lip recently or anything? That dude is going to get into... And you know my wife's little sister. Mm-hmm. She's, she's going to interview him. Sure, that's going to be interesting, man. So, listen. Um, uh, 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 I will share it. Follow Fat Lip right now if you want to see it. It's happening sometime this weekend. If you're listening to this, and you can watch this live interview. Is, oh, she's going to Instagram live Fat interview. Lip from the Fossa... Yeah, she's going to do an Instagram live interview with him. Hey, shout out to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's pretty dope. It's pretty cool. But I'm also like, he's like, he's like old school hip hop and he's that person. It's going to be very interesting to see how it goes. Anyway, um, yeah, Melly Mel doing that. Um, oh yeah, this should have been with when we're discussing gaming. Um, Sony is launching a portable PlayStation called the PlayStation Portal, later this year, uh, you will be able to stream PS5 games over Wi-Fi. It's going to have an 8-inch screen, 1080p resolution. It's going to only cost $200. When do we well, become NKBHD? What's going on here, then? Hmm? When did we become NKBHD? Oh, no, I'm just, I'm just reading. So, you know, mm. it's, it's, 
it's quick sort of, mention. Sort of it is interesting for our for for our for our listeners who are into gaming and our patrons who are going uh, to buy us one. Yeah, I mean, if you would like us to review this for you, MKBHD style or you know Dave Two D style or something. Send us through uh, two PlayStation portals, uh, and we will do an in-depth. No, wait, Dan. Dan, wait, wait. We need the PlayStation Fives first before we test the portal because it, mm, it, it, it then we need to compare them. No, it needs to sync. The, yeah. the portal doesn't work without a PlayStation Five. So it, oh, basically, so you have to. Oh, it, it, it's it. it's a device where like you, you've got a PlayStation in the home, you're on this in the same home, yeah, in the home or in the home, you're on the same network, and like you, you you're about to crack this level of Tomb Raider. You know what I mean? But you're gonna take a big dump, and you're like, "No, I have to, mm. I have to finish this level now." So you take it with you while you're doing the dumpage. You're still playing at or play PlayStation Five level because it's streaming in within the network. Um, you can do remote stream, but then obviously it depends on the varia- the variability of your your network connectivity speed and all that. So it's just, essentially it's like a home hub. I don't know if you ever I forget what it was called, but when we used to have a PS Vita and a PSP. I could mirror my PlayStation onto the PSP. Like if I wanted to play music from the other room and stuff like that, or watch videos that were on the PlayStation, I could do that. So it's like the next st- stage of that. Hey. Yeah. So we need PS5s. Okay. Patrons, do your thing. Yes. I, I $25 would, Please a month, make sure my, mine has, is the CD version. Okay. Not just the media version, the CD version. Now, don't worry about the size of the hard drive. I'll just buy an extra, an extra hard drive. But please make sure it's the CD version. And then I like some custom black plates from Linus. You guys can just give me the cheapest one. It's fine. Dan, if you don't demand the best, you never get the best. So it's a mentality. You never growth mindset. Come on, Dan. We we discussed we are podcast Look, growth mindset. I, I I will I will not define I will not demand from our fans who are going through their own things at the moment. This is this is this is a a, a, a gift. I'm not going to demand a gift. Mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, please feel free to send through your PlayStation fives. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then then um then hold on. Before we go on, hold on, I, I can't. You can't just continue. Just give me one more time. No bad, like a roach just crawled out of your book bag in a pack clash. You lack clad, go to bed with no supper because you gotta suffer the backlash. You see, did you go hear to that bed track? with no supper because you gotta suffer the backlash? In a, of the book in a full class, you have no class. Class. Come on, man. You're in a government school, an underfunded institution. But even though you are there, you still don't have class. Be genius for this. That top five is cap, Dan. You are not in the top five of anyone's list. Then we wait on the floor of a lift. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's going on in Mary Mel's life, or why, why he still knows what urine in a lift looks or smells like. Because personally, Dan, I don't think I've ever experienced urine in a lift. So I don't know. I, I think he needs to reevaluate his life decisions. Also, do you see how strong Mary Mel is these days? Like every time he's on stage, his shirt doesn't just. It's like he's at a bodybuilding competition. <clears throat> we should move on to the hip hop fifty. Because did you watch that? I thought that's no. what you're taking us with Tony. Actually, I thought it was like a good transition. 
old school hip hop group into hip hop. According to our producer, we should have done this right at the beginning of the po- of the podcast. Oh, the beginning. But uh, I don't. Yeah, I think it was better to discuss here. So I, I I did watch the whole stream. Actually, it was it was really good. All I watched all eight hours of the stream. Um, <laughs> of course, you did. Ah, <laughs> then you know me. Uh, you know me when it comes to hip hop. I was even crying. The, the certain moments of like, tears coming down my eyes. It was the time when Lauren Hill just came out with, with Nas impromptu. You could tell like she didn't rehearse and they were they were vibing on stage and then she was she was ad libbing and, and trying to perform her songs. That was really dope. Obviously, the old school acts, the Furious Five were there. Um Melly Ma was there. And, I, and as context to this, I was so embarrassed for Melly Mel. I, I didn't even want to see him. Like the embar- the second embarrassment I felt for him, like being on stage, knowing that the day before the world heard his diss track. I'm like, how can we take you seriously now? Even though these are classics, how can we take you seriously as an artist knowing this is what you release first? I'm I'm not going to watch it, but you should. if I can find... If you can, watch Highlights condensed there's to like an official 30 stream. minutes. There's an official stream on the Mass Appeal. Scroll through. Watch the Lupe Fiasco performance because I know you like that. You Watch the Common performance. Um, watch Nas. And then if you really want to get nostalgic... Um, obviously because Adidas were the sponsors, so Run DMC closed out the show uh, wearing a full Adidas regalia. What shocked me is Rev Run is now cursing again. Like, he was full on cursing. Like, you MFers, y'all here, y'all good time, my fifers. Man, I'm Rev Run, this is my MF and DMC, and we are Run, my FM, DMC. Like, it was every second word. It was, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I like you're like you know you're 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 more into into hip hop than I am so especially like old school stuff it wasn't like, really so, it's only but select, this is what I don't understand then. this is what I don't understand you're surrounded by hip hop heads and yet you still refuse what do you mean I refuse you refuse this is part of culture Dan if, if you want to pay if you want to pay you know, pay respects to the hip hop culture, hip hop fifty. You know what I mean? This is a hip hop mecca. You know what I'm saying? Just watch that stream. Don't even watch all of it; just half of it. <sighs> all right, now check it out. I'll check it out. Speaking I of will streams, did out. you watch? Did you watch Travis Scott's um, stream? Where's I album? did not. Oh, still, where are you finding time to watch all these things? Taking a break recently, and my mental health has not been great. Okay. Honestly, I should take a break as well because I've I've been very unproductive when I should be very busy. Anyway, um, speaking of which, you know, we we we've uh, we've been we've been follow. Oh, by the way, did I speak about watching Barbie on this show? Oh, yet, oh no, you haven't. And ish. you know what? I was I was looking at it. And part of me was like, you know, look at Dan, a gone boy. It's lovely. <laughs> My man's found love. Look at him acting a fool, not caring about anyone else's opinion because you know what? It doesn't matter as long as he made his, mom, his woman happy. You know what I mean? He does, it's a beautiful he, place to be. He, he doesn't care about being ostracized socially, being <laughs> reprimanded or being insulted for, for, for being a punk and dressing in pink to watch Barbie and posing in a Barbie box. No, Dan's like, I'm a man. Stand up because what's more important, making my woman happy. And that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing that Dan would allow his balls to be snipped in the name of love. You wanna you wanna know the kicker? <laughs> what, 
I wanted to go watch. <laughs> Where's I need the soundboard? I need that. Stand up! You're waking the knees. Stand up! My girl was the one who was like, "Geez, fine, okay, let's go." I'm like, babes, I can't go by myself. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. It was. It was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, an organized plan. Anyway. <sighs> I want to, uh, 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 without spoilers, there should be no spoilers. Barbie is clear. I'm obviously not the target market. Neither are you, Phil. We're not the target market for that movie. It doesn't mean we won't enjoy some parts of it. And I did. I was entertained for large parts of it. But at the same time, it is very much for children. <laughs> With, you know, it's one of those movies that's made for kids, but there's enough on, in it for the adults who are accompanying the kids to also enjoy it. Yeah. Right? So there's a little bit of that. And it is very on the nose about, you know, feminism and women empowerment and, and so on and so on. That's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, it's not fun being lectured when you're in entertainment. But I think they did, they did it well. They still did it, but they did it kind of well. And I enjoyed it for the most part. I won't watch it again. But it was an enjoyable experience. Don't I would lie. recommend that if your girl is interested to go watch Barbie or if you as a woman are interested in watching or as a man you're interested in watching or whatever you just want to watch, absolutely go. If you're 50-50 about it, absolutely go and watch it. If you don't want to go, definitely okay. go watch it. Definitely go watch it. No, the movie's not going to change you. You're going to go there and you're going to be upset and you're going to be like, why did I come here? I think it was made well. It's bright and colorful and fun. Ryan Gosling is the star of that movie. Of course, you hilarious. Say, of course, you'd say a man is a star of Barbie. Part of the I problem. can only say my experience. It was he is really funny. Afterwards, you know, as I'm watching the breakdowns, as I do for every movie now. Damn you, Eric Voss. Um, <laughs> I find out that a lot of his jokes were improvised which made me respect him a lot more because he just was coming up with stuff True. on the spot and was hilarious. And obviously they were selling Barbie products and they did it so obviously that it's funny. So, I mean, I would recommend it. I haven't watched Oppenheimer yet. Wow, Dan, look at that. You haven't watched Oppenheimer but you made sure Barbie, not only did you watch it, you planned to watch it and you you spent money to go to go watch Barbie beyond the tickets. You got an outfit. So much money. That, by the way, that photo shoot was not at the, at the movies. Yes, that we, photo shoot we, was a professional photo shoot at a studio. Yes, we gathered beca because that was not the Barbie backdrop. <laughs> <laughs> That's gigantic. Go ahead, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so I wait, even wait, had to wait, go wait. buy a pink shirt. When did you guys do the shoot? The same day? The, just like uh, 30 minutes before the movie. Okay, at least. Because if if, if if you had worn that outfit twice, <laughs> I was going to drop kick you. I was going to drop kick you. I actually really like that shirt. I'm going to wear it again. I like that shirt. <laughs> it's just in the context of Barbie, it's corny. But on its own, if you'd seen it, you'd be like, damn, nice shirt, Dan. You know, next time we go somewhere, you know, I'll, be, I'll be rocking that shirt. Anyway, so recommendation from Dan. It's a kid's movie about dolls. It's got jokes in it. Don't take it so seriously, man. It's made well. The dialogue and the acting is great. The sets are very colorful and bright and fun. And it's an entertaining enough movie. 
So, I recommend you watch it. It's not life changing. I'm not the target market. You gonna die? Y'all be weak in the knees. Stand up. Stand up. Secondly, I watched. I finally finished. Um, Secret. No, Secret Invasion. Oh. Is that the name of the show? Better, is that, yeah. I think that's that, that's all we need to know. That's 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 all we need to know about the show. If you're struggling to remember the name, that I think that review is is pretty succinct. So I my hopes are not up because I saw a lot of people discussing the show. But I, I was like, you know what? I've already committed myself to 31 movies plus however many TV shows. Ah, let me just see how this show is gonna go. The show is actually pretty good until the final episode. And the final episode is possibly the worst, the lowest point of Marvel up to this point. And that's saying something. I, motivations don't make sense. Actions don't make sense. The CGI is, it's not just bad, Phil. It's, it's like, yo, did you make this in Microsoft Paint? Like, it's really bad. But just in the, like up to the final episode, it's actually pretty good. Pretty goodish. Let me not let me not say it's good. It's all right. It's possible up to the final episode. Hi. Ah no, Marvel needs a bit of a reset, man. I don't uh mm, and I, it's weird that we, we discussed it, I think, before seeing this, but yeah. Um and then weirdly enough, I think Google is listening into is listening to our podcast because I started getting recommendations for these these very detailed, very good um video essays on YouTube about like what's going wrong with phase four and Marvel and so forth. And weirdly Phase enough, Dan, a lot of them were saying the exact same stuff we were. It's almost like, I think we should we should start doing that, Dan. We should have like a like a video essay channel. Or we should have like um, a, a program where we speak to each other um, and then record it digitally and then share that on a social media platform. I think that could be the way because our ideas mm. really are on point. So actually, you're saying that as a joke, but I actually created a YouTube channel that was meant to be doing reviews of nerdy things. Mm-hmm. I just never really ha- I haven't done anything yet on it. But I was like, I feel like I should do this. Like, you know, like just my thoughts on nerd, whether it's movies, games, whatever, anything nerdy that's out. I just mm-hmm. haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Don't have the apparently time. I've been told I'm a massive nerd. I, I was really offended by that. Yeah, I've been told that a lot as well. I was told that by um, a 10 Do you know how it cuts when a 10 year old tells you that? <laughs> What's sad? I was told the same thing by her. <laughs> no, she's uh, she's eight. She's eight. <laughs> I was like, listen here, you little <laughs> man. F these kids. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's listen to some music, Philip. Um, Quite tired. Okay, what's um? How long have we been recording? Jeez, Louise, we're approaching two hours. You see, Phil, we're not being okay. We need to be efficient. Exactly. Okay, music. Dan, music. Once again, no okay. more waffling. We gotta stop. Waffling. We're now going into the music segment. So <laughs> the music segment usually follows. We open the show with our intros. Then we do the Zimbabwean doing it big. Then we have our main talking points. Then we have our Gagaga segment. Then we have the We Back Outside segment. Then we have this week in Hotep. Then we have movies and TV. Then sometimes we have white people business. And then comes the music segment. So right now, our listeners expect us to go straight into the music segment. Okay, so can we quickly move on to the music segment, Dan? 
There's no more time to waste, Dad. Can so, you please get us into the music segment now? <laughs> we never got a we never got a chance to talk about this. Um, so Bob Marley's estate has released um, a new album. Oh yeah, called Bang. Africa Unite, and it's basically a reimagining of of his music with African artists featuring on it, um, including two of Zimbabwe's very own artists on one song. Uh, that's uh, Natio and um, Winky D, who appear on the song "So Much Trouble," mm. which is huge. Bob Marley featuring Natio and Winky D. That's it's been huge. It's also, yeah. it's, it's also been it's, it's been a long time coming because um, I think b- both you and I knew about this a while ago, um, but we were keeping under wraps. And but I hadn't heard the version until very very recently, so it was good to hear it out finally out. There's so much going on. Man, I'm so proud, so happy, so happy for Natio. Shout out to Winky and shout out to Drinking Game. Someone, someone we mentioned often who's quite influential in making this happen, man. For real, though. What are your thoughts on the song, Dan? So, Natty O is on a Bob Marley album. <laughs> what? Dude. Man, shout out Natty O, man. Shout out Winky D. Shout out, of course, uh, the homie. Tepsaldo. Uh. Uh, yeah, no, dope stuff, man. Dope stuff. And 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 I actually am really enjoying this sort of like, re- they, they, they like add a little bit of of African flavor to it. And it's yeah. obviously it's songs that you know, but with, you know, now featuring uh, a lot of African artists. Uh, some of your favorite artists are on that whole album as well. So not just the Snatio and Winky D one, but you've got, for example, um, we've got uh, Three Little Birds, the, the classic with Tenny and Oxlade. We've got uh, Turn Your Lights Down Low with Afro B. We've got Waiting in Vain with Tiwa Savage. Redemption Song That's with Ami Baku. Mm. stuff, man. Jamming with Ira Star. I don't know, like... Steer I, it up. It's Accordia. I, I love that, the whole project, but I think I, I'm so married to Redemption Song. The reimagining didn't really... Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I mean, to be I, fair... Redemption Song is that song. It's, it's, it's very rare for this kind of thing to work. I think it does, though. It works. It does. So far. Like you know I said, I mean? without that one, that, that, I think, and to be fair, it's not a bad song. It, it, it's just, like I said, the, the original, it, to me, mm. is one of the best songs ever made. So, um, yeah, it was, it was hard just to reimagine that, but I really actually enjoyed it. I, I loved Tiwa's version of No Woman, No Cry. Uh, yeah, man, it was really dope. It was really dope. Yeah, I, I also really enjoyed it. Actually, you know what? After this, I'm going to be playing this just. Just go through it again, you know. Mm. Good stuff, man. Shout well, out. Give me your top three to Bob Marley involved. songs, then. Give me your top three Bob Marley. Top three Bob Marley songs. Mm. 
Okay, so uh, as 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 someone who once used to go to Red Fox a lot, um, I I think the the you know the 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 one that really hits. Okay, first of all, okay, wait, 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 wait. Waiting in vain is a classic to me, and it I I really enjoy it. Um, and then um. So that's number three, waiting in vain. Oh my goodness, the name has just escaped me. Hold on one sec. Mm, we see the fake fans over here. I don't want to wait in vain for your love. Um, right, okay. <clears throat> And then, um, this is a tough, tough question. Okay, I'm going to put in get up, stand up. Mm-hmm. Just because of, of, of Red Fox Nights. And then, yo, I can't not have turn your lights down low there. <laughs> I can't not have that there. That is stressed right now, listeners. That is stressed. I can't, I can't not have Buffalo Soldier either. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Mm. Top three. Top three. Top three. I, I, get up, stand up has to go out. Okay. So, um, number three, waiting in vain. Number two, Buffalo Soldier. Uh, number one, turn the lights down low. Interesting. We, we are very different individuals. We're very different individuals. Yes, we, we, we are. I've got, Zim- you. I've got Zimbabwe at three. Standard, come on, Zimbabwe. Really? Number two, I mean, no, come on, Philip. Number two, no woman. Okay. Number one, redemption song. All excellent picks, except Zimbabwe. Get that out of here. No, I'm joking. Every man have the right to decide his own destiny. And on August 23, there is no partiality. <laughs> I can't believe Zimbabwe is in your top three, Philip. Serious? Yeah. Okay, okay. If, I, if I were to take okay. it for Zimbabwe, then I'd raise it to Exodus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then Cornerstone. How does Cornerstone go? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Uh, the stone that the builder refused. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Great song as well. All right, all right, all right. We got some more music to check out. Uh, so, Phil, you know your ex-client. <laughs> got an album out. <laughs> Wait, who, who's this? Did you know that? Who's this? Your ex-client, Ka? Who? Ashley. Dan, 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 Dan. Do you understand this nonsense yet? <laughs> Phil, I don't understand what the problem is. Dan, that is your client. So she's just, she's got an EP out called Solitude. Uh-huh. The lead single is this song called Remedy. Mm-hmm. Check it out. It's actually not bad. Produced by DJ Tamuka.
So it's Shashal's new song, uh, Remedy. And I, I think like when she goes in this direction, she does much better than fake pretending to be from the ghetto. But yeah. Uh, it's this song is doing really well on radio. Let's see if it's a hit for her. Uh, Pro Beats also just released his album. It's called Hakata. And I went through it. Love it. Mm. Love it. Huge fan of Pro Beats, actually. You know what? We've, we've never had Pro Beats on this show. We should, we should get him at some point, don't you think? Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, let me see. What can we play from Pro Beats' new album? Uh, I actually went through the whole album, but I don't remember which song is which. Wow. Um, let's play. Um, hmm. Maybe let's play the one that he put a video out for. Or maybe did we not? No, we played. We played that other one. It's, it's lovely. Okay. You know, that whenever let's, Dan talks about an album mm-hmm. or music, he's well versed in it. Like it's talking points at the tip of the fingers. Let's actually play the title track, Hakata. Pro Beats with the EE, the brand new album. Here's the title track, Hakata. I've got Enoch open. Uh, let me see. Um, from Enoch, Ada, his song Sweeter, which I guess is his like very radio single, like. Mm. Where's my dad? <laughs> Kada 
Someone said that XQ has found a formula and he has never deviated from it since he found it. And I'm like, hey, sounds accurate, but uh, I don't see the problem. Mm-hmm. Since since the days of um, um, Oskid and Tamuka in, what was the name of that place? Kenako. Kenako, exactly. All right. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, there's some other music here, but honestly, I haven't listened to it. Like wow, Hero. Wow, Dan. Oh, this this Soko song. I saw people talking about this. I, I, I need to check it out. Okay, cool. Which which one? Brian Soko. Is it that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you drop something else? I haven't heard it yet. I'll have to listen to it. Which song are you referencing, Dan? Where is it? Black Hero and Winky D. Mm, yeah, because Soko sent me a song um, a few weeks back that he wants to drop. He also, Dan. Uh, in fact, you know, what, let me let me not ruin it. I won't ruin that news on the air. I'll I'll let him tell it. But yeah, there's there's some big things coming from him soon. So yeah, shout out shout out to Soko. Um, listen to the podcast as well. Mm, you know what? I think that's somewhat. I'm that's gonna somewhat fight. different. I don't know. Let me. Hey, no. I was gonna play a snippet. I was like, nah, I can't. I can't do that. I'll play it for you, Dan. But I can't. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so yes, let's tell all our listeners that we're holding back from them. Uh-huh. Um, Guys, let's Justin Timberlake. We, we have a number of songs. We have albums upon albums that we we cannot d- discuss, but we've sampled. Just to make you feel even worse. I've got the new Holy Ten. You want to hear that on then? It's unreleased. No, thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, anyway, uh, that, that's it for music. We just have to find something to end the show with. Um, but I think we can take this opportunity, Phil, to to shut things down. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being patient with us. I know uh, we didn't bring out a show last week. I would like to sincerely apologize. Something came up um, and we have made it up for you with the show this week. Um, and as you know, we pride ourselves in being the kings of consistency. So, you know, if, if we didn't put a show out, then, you know, stuff was going on. Things were happening. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. In the meantime, though, we would appreciate that you are able to help us overcome that blip that we had last week in our ratings and rankings. So please just drop a like uh, or, or drop a comment. Actually, please drop a comment for this episode. Right now, just a quick comment. Nice, excellent, good stuff. And a five-star review would really appreciate it on whatever app that you listen to this podcast. If you listen on the website, uh, you can also drop a comment there if you would like. Uh, please share as well. Just retweet. That's all you got to do. Retweet, repost, put on your stories when you see it on our Instagram, whatever the case is. We'd greatly appreciate it so that this podcast can share, be shared far and wide. And of course, uh, the best way to support this podcast is by signing up to become a Patreon subscriber. Uh, it only costs a minimum of $5 per month. We would appreciate it if you want to do more than $5 as well. TwoBrokeTumbos.com forward slash donate where you will find the link to join the Patreon or to do a one-off donation if you really enjoyed it or perhaps we mentioned your name in this podcast and you're like, hey, or your cousin or who knows and you just want to drop something for us. We would greatly appreciate it. Apart from that, uh, we appreciate the support you've been giving us and uh, yeah. I think uh, shout out to our fans in Nigeria we've been cracking the top five in Nigeria the past month shout out to y'all we're not (laughs) sure what's going on but shout out to whoever it may be 
Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys and girls, we're going to take this opportunity to sign out. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you in the next one. We out.